All right, here we are in the Adventure Guys pre-show. True pre-show today, not just a uh, name rambling, but uh, <laughs> we're here at Adventure Guys headquarters. You're, right now, we're trying to watch the episode, which is a part you're usually not a part of. You can hear the clicking going on on the TV as I go to HBO Max. My internet is not working. <laughs> this is what I get for cutting the cord. Sorry, boomers. <laughs> uh, and, I don't know, cable vision or whatever the fuck is in Brooklyn, but uh, optimum. But here we are. Dish Network, DirecTV, Corncob TV. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, we got to oh. call the mayor of Brooklyn and complain. Who's the mayor of Brooklyn? Um, doesn't New York City just have one mayor? Yeah, but is there a sub-mayor for, I mean, a, or a vice? Uh, there's definitely a council person for my area. Emily uh, Gallagher, I think her name is. Um, this seems pretty cool. Um, uh, I would Google... I'm, fine, let's just call Eric Adams and complain. Yeah, Eric Adams. I mean, that's the New York way. Yeah, Emily Gallagher. She's uh, the representative for my area. All right, let's call Eric Adams and CC Emily Gallagher. She's got a, She's got an office on Manhattan Ave. Okay, let's go knock on her door then. Let's, let's go. I got to see, so I got to... Um, fuck, I It's like, we're not just... getting internet and there's too many rats. <laughs> I'm actually okay with the rats. I think the more rats, the better. Well, the rat density of Greenpoint ain't so bad, I gotta tell you. So you're not experiencing the same Greenpoint I am. Uh, okay, yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> there's probably more rats on Manhattan than Franklin. Uh, no, there's plenty of rats. On Franklin? Fra- yeah. It just depends on the hour. That's, that is, they do come out. They come out at night. Yeah. Not afraid of anything. And very agile. I tell you about the, I was, I was... On my way over here one night, and a rat tried to jump in my lap. I was I I was sitting down on a bench in Transmitter Park. Um, I was I was like eating a bacon egg and cheese or something, <laughs> and a rat jumped up do. on the bench and tried to get in my lap. Oh my god! Like a dog. Yeah. Like a small little dog. Oh my god! Do they have diseases? If they don't have diseases, I guess they're kind of all right by me. Yeah, I don't know what kind of diseases they do have. I, I mean, know. famously, the plague. The plague, they had that one. But they don't have COVID. No. I bet they're... The thing is, I bet rats are sort of like bees, where they're like... <laughs> you know that? It's like, if you kill all the bees, you're going to fuck some shit up in your ecosystem. <laughs> like, they're actually eating things we need. A, like... And whatever, and same thing with like alligators. Like you need them because they're like <laughs> yeah, like the alligator in Prospect Park. We needed that guy. Oh well, that I don't know. <laughs> but like, um, I'm trying to think of what the other fucking like. There's like a what's the animal that like eats a zillion flies every year, and if we didn't have it, we'd just be fucked because they're being like nonstop flies. Um, but I feel like rats are probably doing something similar in New York. Like if we didn't have this rat problem, there would be some other thing that they're subduing yeah i mean if 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 we didn't have rats to eat all the garbage then we'd have to rely on the city to actually take it out yeah i'm googling what do rats do in nyc or what do they do for that's the question what do rats do for Yo, why isn't the rat a mascot of any professional sports team yeah i don't know the brooklyn rats i'd go see that game i don't even care what (laughs) i don't even care what sport it is just Fucking own it, <laughs> right? 
They're very smart, empathetic, affectionate. God damn it. This is not what I'm looking for. I don't need rat qualities. Rat purpose. Okay. They do serve a purpose in the ecosystem. Come on. I only have 1% battery left. Also, I don't know how Google's working. If the internet's out on the TV, this is a conundrum. Could be Wi-Fi. Essential guide to rats. Holy <laughs> shit, that's funny. Uh, what do rats look like? What, their, what do they eat? Oh, it does have a picture of trash next to it. <laughs> rats eat trash. Yeah, but... <laughs> we have that in common. <laughs> I, I bet there'd be, like, some... If they weren't there doing all their stuff, there might be some, like, insane mutant pigeon population. Do rats <clears throat> eat pigeons? <laughs> that's kind of just an epic battle. Yeah. I don't know if the victor of that fight would would be in pigeons. solid condition to eat the other carcass once they're done. I think Ooh. they're pretty evenly matched, right? Yeah. Well, they're known to attack live prey. <laughs> it's normally captive situations. Bird aviators, chicken coops. Uh, they will go for slow. They go for eggs, chicks, or slow, slow cornered adults. Like, <laughs> they have also been known to attack pigeons in the open because they are slow moving. So, all right, they do eat each other. Raging rat brutally attacks pigeon in NYC <clears throat> showdown. New York Post. Always counting them. Oh yeah, all reliable. Uh, at the train station in Jamaica. Um, I mean, it services JFK Airport, so like J- you get the JMZ. The what? On the JMZ in Jamaica. Yeah, or the yeah. E. Or the E. Um, the uh, you get a lot of tourists coming in from the airport, and there's always little kids just like marveling at the rats. Wow! Like they think they're adorable, and I agree with them. But yeah, I see little kids like feeding rats at the E station in Jamaica all the time. That's fun. Like, I like it. I like that they've like deprogrammed their minds and just allowed themselves to enjoy rats, no matter what anyone says. <laughs> yeah. Because it's fine. I mean, I don't know. I think as a former vegan, I think there's, I always noticed a lot of hypocrisy in human animal relationship going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of hypocrisy where people just like fuck off rats and like, you know love cats I don't know there's like like eating the shit out of pigs this is what always got me was that pigs are smart as shit and they're smarter than dogs but we eat them because they're delicious <laughs> it's like kind of fucked yeah because they're not cute are, they, who, who's starting the petition to switch to rat bacon <laughs> cat bacon <laughs> No, dude, that's a bad... I don't want to go down this road in the pod because if you talk badly about people's pets, especially dogs or cats, like, it's bad news. I know that for a fact. Not going to do it. Dogs or cats, toddlers. No, no, no. All sorts of pets. Not talking... <laughs> Toddler, the ultimate pet. <laughs> I'm going to go try to reset the... Oh, wi again. All right, so we've now moved down to the uh, usual um, recording setup. We're not getting any service on my com- on my thing upstairs, my uh, television, by way of Amazon Fire Stick. 
So we're just going to um, watch it online. I just went to Google. Do you want to do the Google thing first or do you just want to go to HBO? <laughs> Some pretty interesting things here. <laughs> just go to... Let's just watch the episode. Okay, let's watch the episode. <laughs> All right, you sign in. I'll leave so I don't see your password. I might know what my password is. I might That's what scared me. Hold on. I gotta go back to it. You get it? Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, dude. So this is going to be first ever. Um, let's do first ever commentary. Sure. This is where we need the camera. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, all right. Real time commentary. Of... Uh, do you want to play the, the theme? Oh, we already did probably, right? It gives sure. us shit anyway. All are right, here we, we go. Are we? Yeah. So, okay. Whatever. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> this is where the SM7B comes in. Dynamic microphones aren't picking up that as much. Well, n- not necessarily. Not as much as other microphones? I mean, it, we're talking about pickup pattern, not... Oh, right. Yeah. You could have a condenser with a similar pickup pattern. Or, yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, that's why I bought this microphone with this pattern. So, reflections and. (gasps) They're recording a podcast. (laughs) Right? Oh, my God. It's a podcast. Holy shit. I can hear the stereo image of the uh, audio. Slime princess. Now we're talking. Don't cry, slime princess. We're at your service. I need Finn to marry me. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so much for no love. What was that sound Bemo just played? Wow, I like, I like her voice. <clears throat> what? So he's there. They know Ice King's there. <laughs> They're just like, stay behind the shower curtain. Married a slime rogue named Guillermo. As a result, Elder Guillermo. Plus decreed that if I was not married by tomorrow, rule of the slime kingdom would pass to my sister, which I'd be like totally fine with. Except <laughs> I recently discovered they are both evil. evil. Oh no! Dude for mom. Propaganda. <laughs> Holy shit! Guillermo. Finn, this will happen unless someone marries me. Wow. <laughs> Please, Finn. I, Ice King wants to marry. The past, but I have no intention of locking this down. Our marriage will be a name only. Mm. Listen to the slime sounds. <laughs> I'm going to eat popcorn and make hilarious jokes. Oh, I'll all my popcorn. All that for Rome? Not even a window. Uh, wait, are we rolling? What? 
Wow, Jake shrank himself to make his one piece of popcorn last longer. Oh my god, brilliant. Is this good podcasting? No. Can Nothing people- we've ever done is good podcasting. <laughs> Are you going to leave this in? I guess, do you think people can hear the episode? This would be interesting to just see how this feels. We probably... I don't know about copyright shit, but it's... We'll see what happens. Not legal. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most important place in the kingdom. The royal palace? No, it's where me and all my maids splurts hang out. Hi, girls. Hi. Whoa. <laughs> oh, we always come here when you want to shake it, Finn. It's the only triple cray rated disco in all of Ooh. Triple cray rated? Okay. <laughs> Get your face pretty, Finn. My people are already assembled in the courtyard. <clears throat> Whoa, it's a lot of slime people. Like a million of them. This is like... Holy shit, this is like from like Lord of the Rings. Play that Lord of the Rings theme song. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings, yeah, yeah. It was a movie about some fantasy guys walking for a really long time. When they got to the edge of the map, Sauron was like... Welcome to Mordor. Dude, Guillermo is somebody. I know who Guillermo is. I have an idea. I have an idea of who it is. Pope with the metal hat. The battleground of love. The couple that I deem most truly in love shall rule the slime kingdom. Oh no. Lots out. Ah shit. Who's that voice actor? I don't know, I couldn't tell. Welcome everyone to the trials of Galar, hosted by me, Elder Plops. The first trial will be crooning. You guys are gonna get into these sweet boats I made and croon for each other on the lake. The most loving and heartfelt song, judged by me, Elder Plops, will win. I don't think anyone's gonna do well in this. I really want to hear some emotional song work here. The people want to hear emotional stuff, so let's see some stuff, all right? That sounds like John Hodgman, but I don't think it is. It does.
Is it Flame Princess? Yeah. yeah. So artful. <laughs> Get over you. In. Way to go. I could tell the people were really impressed. Guillermo, you're up. That is John Hodgman. Yeah, it sounded like him there. Guillermo still has a sore throat. May I sing on his behalf? Oh, I have an idea of who it is. I've got two two guesses. Who this is? No, Guillermo is. Oh, I don't want to Oh, Guillermo? Yeah. As Elder Flops, I have heard many songs in my life, and I can only say this. Should I guess who Guillermo is? Yeah, sure. I think it's either Toronto or um, Gunter. (laughs) If I come up with any more guesses, I'll let you know. The best cuddle or spoon wins. Wait, what? My associate Toronto. (laughs) Wait, they're doing a spoon off? Yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh my god. Just fucking do it, Finn. I love that. It makes me think about Flame Princess. What if I pretend to be your ex? That's worse, I think. Well, it looks like I'm losing my kingdom to the forces of evil. No, Slime Princess. Let's practice the smooch. <laughs> She's pretty cute. I'm sorry. He threw up. He fucking barfed. Oh my gosh. Where are you going? I'm going to punch Guillermo's Pink. stupid face to increase the lead the kingdom. Whoa, that was sick. (laughs) Can you come out here for a quick meeting? More like a quick beating. Hey He says eat a fat dog and buzz off. Oh, listen to that xylophone. That's cool. You hear that? Yeah. Front handspring. Did Jake's holding up his end of the bargain and making jokes? Here we go. Are you dead, man? Jeez, bro. Huh? These are olives. Blarga, that why would you make a fake husband? So hot. You don't know how hot it is to be this hot. Oh my! In the hottest, most sexiest prison. <gasps> I stuck some olives in a guava gelatin and called him my lover. Well, I'm sorry, Blagatha, but you're going to have to spend more time in your metaphorical prison in a real prison. 
Because what you're doing is illegal. Uh, no, it just disqualifies her from challenging me. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a fucking cop, Finn. <laughs> you were still the slime princess. Finn, what do you think? I don't want to disappoint all these people. I'm sorry, I can't do it. That was it. <laughs> Long with. Okay, there we go. All right. All right. Uh, now are we going to start our episode? Now it's episode discussion. <laughs> Is that where... Where, yeah. did, where did the theme song happen in this process? Uh, Adventure Guys! <laughs> Welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. I'm Nick the Human. And I don't know what you just heard, because I have no idea how good it sounded, but uh, we're officially starting the episode after some shenanigans. <laughs> Watching season five, episode thirty-five, Love Games, a real slime-filled episode. Let's let's get into it, Eric. All right, episode discussion. Episode discussion. All right, first thoughts on the episode for me. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm really hungry. Oh man, dude. All I want to eat now is popcorn. That's all I want to eat is get popcorn these one, days. One popcorn. One popcorn, Jake just, style. Just get real tiny and have it last the whole day. That was really cool. I, again, just totally novel, very creative application of Jake's stretchy powers. Oh, yeah. It's been five and a half seasons and we haven't seen him shrink to preserve food. <laughs> no. <laughs> really smart. Yeah. Never even thought about that being being possible. Um, yeah, so it starts with Finn and Jake doing a podcast. Is it a podcast explicitly? Or is it a radio show? It seems like they're behaving more like a radio show, but... They are, but there's no radio transmitters. There's just like a tape machine that BMO's using that seems to mainly be for sound effects, so I'm not really <laughs> sure where the show's going. They might just be playing radio hosts. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. It was it was definitely uh, close enough to a podcast. Close enough. It was a closer example of the characters podcasting than the example that I had previously thought about, uh, like Starchy yeah. and his radio show recording. That is what I always thought was like the closest the show got to like what we were doing. I know we gotta get this photo and like use it everywhere of them. With the podcast gear. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's make that the, the photo for this episode, the image we've never successfully done. Oh yeah, we have. What? We've, we've changed the image for images. We did for like 20 episodes (laughs) in a row. And then I just kind of stopped asking the artist to do it. (laughs) Whoops. We can start the backup. He did episode a hundred. Starchy kind of looked like Guillermo. The mustache. That's what it is. There's not a lot of mustaches in the show. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so they're doing their, their radio show podcast and Slime Princess comes in. I mean, just classic stuff where it's Finn's trying to get over his love. I guess he just broke up with Flame Princess in an earlier episode. Yeah. Working through his heartbreak. <clears throat> and uh, she's like, I need Finn to marry me. How many episodes has it been since they broke up? Let me look right now. So that was episode... Season five, episode thirty-five. The um, vault was immediately before this. Yeah, 
That's a good episode. Time sandwich right before that. It's just a magic man. Oh, fucking hell. Um, oh, here we go. This is a Flame Princess episode from just a couple episodes before. Earth and Water. Oh, okay. So we're there. <laughs> Lemon Grab. There's a bunch of episodes in between. Is Frost and Fire where they break up? Yeah. Okay. So that's episode 30. So f- like five episodes before. It's okay. So we're there, but I do kind of like that they hang on to it and they don't just let him get out of it right away. Yeah. What was the episode we watched where Finn is like really depressed and they try to cheer him up? Is it Dungeon Trade? No. No. Hell, I don't know, dude. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, Finn being sad about this breakup is like an extended plot point. Yeah, which I don't mind because it's a long show, so get a little variety in there. Um, but yeah, so basically, Slime Princess has her sister, Blargatha, who now has a um, fiancé or husband, Guillermo, who's got a, a mustache and a fancy hat. Yeah, were they married? I lost that. Yeah, it's this year, recently married. Um, and basically, they're going to rule over Slime Kingdom unless slime princess marries someone because i guess the first person to marry takes over the throne is that what it was basically some bullshit patriarchy yeah and um and which wouldn't be a big deal for slime princess she's fine with it except she found out that blargatha and guillermo are evil and have plans to like turn it into like a nazi state right so this dictatorship with all this like world war ii esque (laughs) propaganda (laughs) tanks really violent so this thread is a little confusing to me because they do have the final showdown and finn's like you're going to jail and sign prince is like well actually this isn't illegal it just disqualifies them but they're building a fucking army to like enact a coup right like that's got to be illegal (laughs) there's a fucking shitload of tanks yeah (laughs) like that's all real (laughs) wow what's going on there i don't know (laughs) they kind of dropped that right yeah there are all those tanks like they the tanks don't just go away who created them to bargain create them are they just laying in wait for the slime army like maybe it should be used for good but they i guess the slime people would need some artillery because they're very small they're not fast if they want to protect themselves they're going to need something i guess is what i maybe is what it is um there's an elder statesman in the episode, Elder Plops, but that doesn't seem to be their father. No, like, he's more like the head cleric or something. Yeah. Um, so it's a, a theocratic patriarchy, the yeah. Slime Kingdom. Um, That's weird. Yeah. And it is voiced by John Hodgman, which we okay. correctly identified. Um, yeah. So, few, so Finn's like, I don't want to do this, but to save it, he he's going to do it. Jake agrees to go along and is going to make jokes the whole time. Yeah. Just Jake's just along for the ride. Yeah. Kind of literally. He is just riding on Finn's shoulder the whole episode. Yeah. Real small eating one piece of popcorn. <laughs> yeah. While Ice King stays home with BMO. <sighs> Doing radio stuff. Um, <laughs> I, why was Ice King in this episode? <laughs> I don't know. It was really weird. He was behind a shower curtain in their like attic. And when he came out. Be like, I'll marry Slime Princess because he loves Mary Princess. Jake is like, What did I tell you? And he just goes back behind this weird shower curtain. Very odd. Um, 
yeah so then they go and then they're like they get to slime kingdom oh yeah first they go to a club uh which is interesting yeah that that becomes a fixture in slime kingdom references is that they like to rave and go clubbing and stuff i like that and at the club are two of our favorite characters yeah two of our favorite partiers yeah they party hard uh tree trunks and mr pig (laughs) wasn't expecting that no uh, I guess it does make sense. I mean, they're kind of like swingers. Sure. But the alien, that <laughs> really made it feel... And like, you know, she's pretty open sexually and has needs and things. So I it does all kind of add up. Yeah. <laughs> I love my tree trunks. Um, and yeah, so then they go there and they go and they're like going to greet the whole uh, kingdom it looks like Lord of the Rings and like they're on opposing sides and they they come out and they're like hello and how did it look like Lord of the Rings to you maybe I'm thinking of the Matrix uh, second one is that Reloaded <laughs> maybe that's what I'm thinking <laughs> two of. commonly confused movies no but it was just like they're <laughs> like you know it's like the, the orcs or something like you know what they're at the top and the orcs in the Matrix no in, in Lord of the Rings that's what I'm talking about where there's like a guy at the top of this like like fixture and it comes out and there's like all the orcs just like standing shoulder to shoulder in this like pit and they're and they're going over them okay that's what i thought of and then in uh lord of the rings there's like in the second or third one they're they're like in some sort of weird pit too or like like they're hiding out in the mountains you know what i'm talking about in the in the matrix um, matrix reloaded or whatever like this, what was the second Matrix? Yeah, Reloaded. Um, what would I? I don't know. Put cave. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Look at this shit. Remember this? I don't remember that. That kind of is kind of what it looks like, right? Yeah, Matrix Reloaded cave. Yeah, that's really interesting that you pulled that. Whoa! And image. why the rave scene in Matrix Reloaded absolutely rips? Okay, so that's. Oh yeah, it opens with they're in that club. Dude, I barely remember this movie at fucking all. Oh, yeah, they're there. Playing these weird... Oh, there's this. That's... This is bananas that you pulled this memory out. (laughs) Dude, my memory is so bad, too. Whoa! (laughs) Naked. This music, man. (laughs) The fucking music. See, this is this whole thing, like, not that it's bad, but like, is why the Matrix series is a little bit tricky. Like, the first one rips, and then it they just then to expand on that, they have to do a lot for the next two. Yeah, did you see the fourth one? No, the reboot was it good? Not really. Um, I mean, it wasn't bad though either, so it's like it's confusing, right? Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris and Jonathan Groff, two guys I really like. Yeah, I like them too. Um, Jonathan Groff did what? Uh, what did he write and direct again? That big show. As a writer and director, I don't. I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh my god. That is in stuff. Is there another uh, John? 
Huh. Okay, maybe I'm just thinking of a different person. Obviously, he's been acted in a lot of things, but I thought that he... Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, wrote um, and directed something that I liked, but apparently that's a lie. Oh, well. Um, just cut he this was, out. He was in... I just watched Life and Beth mm. on Hulu with Amy Schumer. He had a, a small part. Was it good? It was weird. Mm. I like Amy Schumer, but she was not really doing the stuff that she does. So yeah. it, was, it was different. <clears throat> like she's funniest when she was being, when she's like mean, you know? <laughs> yeah. And she was very sort of passive and letting things, the character just lets things happen to her in the show. Yeah. I was like, I want to see Amy Schumer be mean. <laughs> I like her being mean. I like her in general, which seems like a weird hot take because so many people don't seem to like her. I think there's a whole lot of uh, misogyny baked into not liking her oh for sure yeah because she's not hot and she talks about fucking a lot and i think that <laughs> well, i mean that's subjective what <laughs> that's subjective i know <laughs> no but i'm trying to unpack why some people i have i've heard i've had dude friends say some really nasty shit about her like her appearance and stuff i'm like what um and i i'm trying to boil it down <laughs> i don't know it's, it's 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 bad when you hear your uh, straight dude friends be a little misogynist, but they don't think they're being that way. Ugh. Did you see there was an awesome SNL sketch last week um, called uh, Straight Male Friends? And it's this gay guy who's like hanging out with his like female friends. And then uh, he's like getting tired of it. So he's like, I need a break. So he goes to hang out with his straight male friend. And it's pretty funny. Pull it up. Oh, yeah. We can watch I haven't that. seen this. Um, <laughs> it's break, it's quick. I understand the needing a break concept. Here you go. This is funny. So with Bowen Yang, I love Bowen Yang. Yeah. All right, advertisement. I I I don't follow SNL though, so it's good. They had a couple good episodes recently. <laughs> as much as these girls mean to me, sometimes I need a break. That's when I discovered straight male friend. So, yo, watch me headshot this bitch. Sorry, you know. 
straight male friend isn't perfect and may ask blunt questions about your sex life. So like, do gay guys like when a guy has a big one or is it kind of like a bad thing? Depends on the guy. He's only asking because he's honestly curious. There's something sweet about it. straight male friend provide the same deep, rewarding relationship I have with my girls? No. Does straight male friend know my last name? No. That's kind of you that. If you are missing a little drama, just say this. I uh, bet I'm faster than you. Dog. Bro, for real? You think you're faster than me? I will go outside <laughs> on the street and dust your ass right now. Let's go. Come on. Come on. So if you need a break, come discover the casual, low-effort friendship gay women have known about for years. Straight male friend. Yo, sorry about being a pussy about my dad dying earlier. <laughs> that won't happen again. <laughs> that was quite good, right? That was good. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I saw a TikTok recently too, which was like, what do men actually talk about when they're alone? It was really funny. She was just like, I hung out with like two mutual friends who know each other for four years. And one guy's like, so my fiance is like, whoa, you got engaged. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and like like they're like they know nothing about each other it's very funny topic of, hot topic of conversation uh, snl they, they got the, all the new people in which is pretty good i mean the please don't destroy you know we've talked about i love those guys they literally haven't had a, a miss yet uh since they joined the show these guys um you seen those guys no i haven't uh, i haven't watched the one from last night with jenna ortega but they're very funny um that definitely definitely some they're they're yeah well we can get you should just watch it and then we can discuss them um very good dude the 1975 were on last night so fucking awesome oh yeah dude it was bring, like bringing back stratocasters oh yeah hardcore this one is all about stratocasters i think we watched this one in fallon this song is really good um this was the one dude 20 2023 is the year of the stratocaster are we calling it yeah i mean these guys, this is all strats. There's our man with a vintage strat. Wait, when it... There it is. Three? I think there's, there's three strats on stage. Oh, no. On the other song, there's multiple strats. And he's playing a Fender P. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sounds like Toto. Strats for days. Yeah. Dim so bought in on oh, this band. You know who else is a famous Strat player and also went the Toto route recently? Who? John Mayer. Oh yeah. <laughs> this does sound like Toto. Good call. I love it. <laughs> yeah. What's what's that John Mayer song that that came out last year? So, something about take the train home, something like that. That's not here. I'll look it up. That last train home? Yeah. All right. Last train home, John Mayer. Strats. Well, with his PRS Strat. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, this is way more even directly Toto. <laughs> I know, right? Holy shit. 
Oh my god. The way it's shot too, everything. Dude, he's fucking funny to me. <laughs> he's like a caricature at this point. I know. Dude, there was something about this song. They um they released like a snippet of it. Like of course like, like eight bars or something like that. And it was it was a long time before they released a full song. Uh-huh. It was like some marketing thing they did. Yeah. And in the interceding time, there were a bunch of like YouTube musicians that were like Alright, like based on what we know, let's compose out what we think the rest of the song is going to be. Oh that's cool. Were they close at all? <laughs> yeah, some yeah. guys were really close. Oh my god. I don't I don't know what I think about this, honestly. <laughs> the video doesn't help. I think if I watch this without the video, I'd like it more. I'm being honest. Yeah. But oh Don Waz is there. I I'm I'm, I'm not against it. I like the Toto vibe. <laughs> Ooh, the photographer is into him. Dude, yeah, Toto fucking rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I should listen to 1975 more. Dude, this song, they fucking ripped. This one is Strat Central. I'm in love with you. I don't understand this song's not a massive hit right now. Yeah, dude, they're fucking good. Oh yeah, dude. There's that strat. We never watch it at the studio. The that like '65 strat sound or whatever. Yeah. Also, four in the floor bass drum. You just have me <laughs> forever <Yeah>. and ever. <laughs> I know. I told Sean, I was like, you need this, uh, this percussion gig. <laughs> Dude, great that's, gig. That's, that's the dream gig. <laughs> Doesn't this sound good too? Like, I don't know. I watch SNL. It's notoriously the, one of the worst sounding stages. Like some people really don't nail it. Yeah. I wonder who the audio engineers that work this gig are. I don't know. People do bring in their own sometimes, yeah. but like the house guys have to be really on top of it. I bet. Yeah. I don't know. I'm so obsessed, but there are other performances that this one is especially because it sounds so good, but there I'm, I'm trying to think of some others. Maybe I won't throw people under the bus, but there's some that are sound really bad. And, um, I have a tinfoil hat theory, <laughs> Which is that they keep it challenging on purpose, right? Because it's like they've been doing this show, like literally 900 episodes of this. There's no reason there should still be performances that sound bad. I think because it's one of the televisions that actually matters still and moves the needle is SNL. And I think they like to put on new emerging things. And I think making it a little risky of a performance makes it exciting and then people do bomb on it like Lana Del Rey bombed and it becomes a thing and it makes them so I kind of think that there's something there where they're like SNL is what it is don't fix it just it is what it is and if it goes good cool that that's something I I I have no confirmation on 
Yeah, I. Uh, so, is this band using tracks? Do you think is that a thing that they do? That's a really good question. Let's see if it sounds like it. I mean, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people on stage, so they shouldn't really need to. But there's definitely. There's some real programming, like processing going on of their voices and stuff. Do you think there's uh, any tracks going on? It's almost like, is there like a piano going? I can't see. There might be a piano guy right there. Yeah, I thought I saw a keyboard player. Yeah. I don't see a piano player going. Do I hear piano? But I mean, you got four guitars, so. <laughs> there's a, there's an organ over there, but no there one's playing is, it. There is, but no one's playing it. I think they play it on the next song. Yeah, they're using tracks. You got helixes down there, right? Isn't that what that is? Maybe, maybe. There's tracks. Yeah. There's like some synth and stuff in there. Yeah. At the very least. And who knows what else is being reinforced. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a little disappointing. But he's definitely singing. Dude, every band on the planet uses tracks. There's so many track bands are coming into Brooklyn Bowl dude, these no, days. Like, literally, I, no bands play with Sans tracks anymore. There's two, two on Atlantic, or three now. On Atlantic Records that don't use tracks. Who, Weezer? Oh, I didn't even think about Weezer. Now, Portugal the Man, Sir Chloe, and Julie don't. But maybe they'll start. Who knows? Portugal the Man went on TV and were like, fuck tracks. But, dude, every man plays with tracks. Yeah, I just... It, it bums me out. Why? Because, well, it depends on the... I mean, this is also someone who, like... I've done solo shows with tracks. Right, right. That's what I mean. It's like my philosophy on it is like if it's if it's something that you could do with another musician, then you should have another musician. Yeah. Like if it's something that like is just a computer sound anyway, then fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if if there's if you just have like keyboard parts in your tracks, then like get a fucking keyboard player. This is SNL. You can afford it. They had seven people on stage. I I the thing is you can't really they're just like in there yeah you could but if you don't does it really matter i hate hearing like background vocals and tracks yeah or like horns and tracks that shit really bugs me well yeah yeah when it's it's not there it it bothers me but like at this point it's just so ubiquitous it's like huh and like i have a feeling it's like all the bands i it's like it's like, yeah, but like all the bands, the older bands I love didn't use tracks. It's cool. But I'm like, I bet so many of them would have used tracks if it was available to them. Dude, jam bands are using tracks now. Yeah. Like jam, jam, like jam, the whole like point improvising, totally improvisatory bands are using tracks. Mm-hmm. A lot. A lot of them come through Brooklyn Bowl. That's interesting that it's there too. And not just like pop adjacent bands. Um, but I don't know. 
it used to bother me and now i'm just like ah, who gives a shit sort of like <laughs> it's I, I kind of i felt that way about a bunch of things over the last few years where i was like a holdout on certain things and then now i've just been like yeah whatever i'm never gonna go on tiktok and i'm like <laughs> i guess i'm on it ai is like gonna like i'm resistant to it and i'm like ah fuck it's coming for us all <laughs> i'm like i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't to me like seeing that performance a little bit more raw would be appealing and if that's what they're like secretly trying to keep on snl then i i'm for that sure yeah like just to remove some of the pristine and polish that you get fucking everywhere else because i mean well so that sketch that we just watched was obviously pre-taped but yeah the point of it is that this is a live show like even the comedians are doing their shit live so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's cool it's a cool cool thing for it but as long if it's good at the end of the day (laughs) that's that's my point is that a lot of the snl performances sound mediocre and especially when you don't use tracks it's like uh uh, who played recently on tv like there's a couple bands i love that played on tv recently uh like i watched pup on tv right does not sound good sounded very bad (laughs) honestly like objectively and it's like what where were they on that didn't sound good let's pull that up on seth myers they did it with with uh with jeff that's right i don't remember watching this it's not very good but i mean it's cool that they did it but i mean just like objectively i don't know i don't want to talk shit on pup on the i don't like talking shit on anyone on the air pup is incredible they're an amazing band and like it's just like i think it's harder to pull this off on television yeah, so much about their live thing has to be about like the crowd and the PA system and special guest, one of my other favorites, Jeff Rosenstock. I mean <laughs> Oh yeah. You can't even make out any tones of the bass. I kind of like this though. I mean, for what it is, I thought you don't like shitty sounding things, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> yeah, I can't even hear the vocals or what he's saying. It's Dude, not terrible. Are you kidding me? This fucking rocks. This rocks. This is a great TV performance. Uh, it's good. It's not great. I would I would mix some things a little bit differently, but it, the, the, that comes down to a matter of preference. No, it's better than I remembered, honestly. <laughs> I just think the bass tone, I can't. pretty good this this captures the vibe that they need for this format that pup needs for the format yeah yeah i don't want to hear pup being clean and perfect on tv yeah i think it was uh kids was was a little less good 
because this chorus sounds great. Yeah, I think it comes down to like the arrangement of the song on the on those verses is yeah. like a little bit. Well, much. also having a second voice helps make it feel better, bigger. Yeah, too. that's that's the other thing is like the, the gang four singers, vo- the gang vocals that they're known for. Yeah. don't really happen at their live shows. No. It also sounds better on these HS8s than it did on my phone. <laughs> yeah, it does. Maybe it was when they did it last time when they played Kids that was a little less good. Did you ever watch this? I guess I didn't. This is amazing. Holy shit, I love this so much. Really? <laughs> this is like a, like a bunch of great intersections. Like, there's Marzolta in here. Yeah. Yeah, it's, be- it's way better than I remembered. Maybe I was having a bad day when I watched it the first time. It's good. I mean, it doesn't sound as good as the 1975 was my point. I mean, not that you want it to, but it's like not as clear. Like if the 1975 sounded like that, it would not be good. (laughs) Yeah. That's my point. It's like not if you're like a fucking rock band like that. Cool. But most they don't have rock bands on uh, SNL. (laughs) We'll see. Which I think the other, I mean, yeah, Big Thief was on recently and was very good and they didn't have tracks on, uh, what's it, what's it, uh, um, Big Thief on Colbert, but it's, it's hard to sound good on, on television. What if you could, wow, this is the third Colbert in like two years. They, whoever books Colbert loves them some Big Thief. Yeah, this is very good. Actually, I think the guitar, the lead guitar even goes, goes slightly out of tune on this one. I mean, the, the one thing that you have on something like this or a pup is if things are typically more produced, then when they come out and feel raw and real, then it's like, oh, this feels cool. Yeah. But you kind of need a band that's all about that, like these two bands, which is like, I'm a very raw band. Yeah. So, yeah, some inside baseball on Colbert's. Like, I do know they, it's like entirely the artist's production that they bring in. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not, it's almost never like that, like a house situation doing the engineering. Because Sharon Von Etten's Colbert show uh, uh, appearance, that was all engineered by our guy Jesse. Oh, nice. That's cool. That you bring there's not house engineer you said I mean they were there but like it's it's the artist's production that like they bring in and like their engineers do it all that's and, cool yeah I remember I was at like this guy's playing flute out of tune right now yeah and there's 58s all over the place like yeah why wouldn't you use better mics unless like that's what the artist wants yeah sounds great though you take 
for what it is. Yeah. Oh God. It's, there is a strat that's not in tune. Yeah. <laughs> 2023, you're the Stratocaster. Yeah. Yeah, I was at, um, I think it was at either at uh, Seth or, I went to Seth and CBS this morning. I remember being able to go into the booth with the manager and like, they were like, um, like doing a quick mix approval with, hmm. for, with Anderson East when he played Seth and I think CBS Saturday morning or Sunday morning as well. That was pretty interesting. Like basically your engineer is up there. Like was, he was, their engineer was like behind the union house guy, (laughs) like explaining to him what to do and advising. And then like, then they like, then you got to listen back to it like twice and you had five minutes to approve the final mix. It was like very, I was like, Holy shit. Yeah, it's good. I don't know. I say use tracks if it uh, if it suits your music. But if it doesn't suit your music, then don't. It'd be weird if uh, it'd be weirder if Pup played with tracks. Although it actually, if Pup played with tracks, it would sound good. Like you were saying, like if they if you piped in extra gang vocals, it would objectively sound better. I don't know if I really want them to do that. Um, it's a very tricky line. Yeah. Right. Like imagine if pup, imagine if they were able to pipe in like a third guitar on a chorus and the gang vocals, like it would hit harder live than it does. Not that I want them to. Um, I don't know. I guess it's a personal decision and personal tastes. Yeah. I mean, you also don't want pup to be playing to a click, which tracks require. Yeah. I know that would feel, that would feel difficult. That um, although they record to a click, and they're, they, I mean, that's the coolest part about Pup to me is that they record to a click, but it doesn't. F- or I don't know if they record to a click. Maybe they don't. I've never really sat down and figured it out. I just assume they I did. Mean, they probably do. Probably do, but it feels so visceral and urgent in their performances of, like the that they capture, that that's always the most impressive thing to me. I'm like, fuck this, like. Like a band that rips hard live, you usually don't get in that sort of scenario. And they really do. Like whoever produced those first couple records, I forget the guy's name. He's a Canadian guy. So good. The vocal takes are so urgent. Like it feels like a live. Um, yeah. Which is, if you can manage that, very cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, cool. That was very fun the the snl break um so yeah i mean we could just finish the episode really quick (laughs) i'm still really hungry um um oh yeah we're still in episode discussion yeah so finn tries there's a fun part where he he tries to kiss slime princess and throws up that's brutal brutal he throws up a bunch of uh pink stuff which is probably candy and then she <laughs> yeah he's he's probably just throwing up because his diet sucks he just yeah. eats candy all day yeah. that's why he doesn't Although, have any teeth. later on in the episode slime just tries to kids Finn and throws up so it's just non compatible um, even though she used to crush on him they're so grossed out by each other it's yeah <laughs> it just doesn't work she's kind of cute like in her little way like um, but it's not a sexual there's there's a, a moment with, like Maria Bamford delivering such a straight seductive couple of lines and it's like holy shit this little slime blob is saying this shit to like a 14 year old boy right now (laughs) oh my god 
it's funny. Although I don't know how old she's supposed to be. Um, but yeah, they they then they're gonna do the titular love games with the elder statesman pops or whatever his name is. Um, elder plops. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> um, and they do it, and it doesn't really go. It's it's weird. They're like basically gonna try to find out who's more in love with each other. It's so dumb. And whoever's more in love gets the take the be the kingdom, the head of the kingdom, the princess. Yeah, this 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 premise is so weak, but it doesn't matter. It's funny. They need to they have a crooning, spooning and smooching. Yeah. <laughs> and he's sorry they don't rhyme, but the crooning uh Jake, I mean Finn is able to sing about his breakup which works and wins but then when they have to get to the spooning he just can't spoon a blob of slime um and at this point is when blargatha is uh spooning um guillermo and this is why i'm like you're like okay like guillermo is there's something weird with guillermo like it's not a real person it's a costume also he can't speak because his vocal cords work she's putting his arm around her i'm like okay something's up here you're Um, predicting it's toronto oh my god yeah i thought it could be toronto in there it seems like something he would do he would be in on like infiltrate the slime kingdom yeah he'd be in on that um i also thought the other one it could be was uh gunter because she was like moving around and like it could be some ice king fuckery i don't know um wasn't either uh, because after they lose, did, did they play? What was the third game? Smooching. Oh, they were but oh, before they, were, they even they got were, there. Yeah, they were preparing. They were preparing. He goes to confront Guillermo. Yeah, yeah. Finn's like, "Yo, this isn't going to work. Let me just punch Guillermo in the face and tell him to leave." <laughs> yeah. And she, and Slimer's like, "Oh, let me come." <laughs> and then he goes in amazing fashion, goes in and and this is where all the tanks are. There's a million tanks just ready to go. I love it. Um, and and she shoots slime at him. And then uh, he they do get inside the tank. And that's when he punches Guillermo and finds out Guillermo is just, he's like, is he dead? And you're, it looks almost like a dead slime person. But really, it's just a bl- a blob of gelatin yeah. with fake eyes on it. And, and what is the reason Blargatha gives, Eric? Uh, what does she say? Like she's in a prison of her own hotness she's, or something? She goes, why do you need to fake being married? Or Slime Bridge just goes, why do you need to fake being married? You're so hot. And she, I know, she goes, I know it's because I'm so hot that I had to fake it. Like, I'm so hot. Guys never talk to me. Girls are intimidated by me. I'm in my prison of own hotness. So I had to do this. <laughs> and it's just so funny because they look like the, exactly the same. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know he's Finn's like, okay, like you're going to do this and do take over in this form, this military state. I'm going to, you're going to go to jail. And Simon's like, no, actually it just disqualifies her. So then they win and they go to kiss. She throws up. And like, I think, uh, elder pops is just like, Oh, and then it ends. Yeah. I thought that was going to disqualify them too. Cause they're clearly not in love. I don't know. It's weird. Everything stays the same. Inconsequential yeah all right did you see the sale no i don't think i did see the snail 
Nick, did you see the snail? No. Where, why, why would you think you see it? There were there were so many shots of Jake being real tiny that I thought Jake was a snail so many times. And then there was a shot where I thought I saw what was not Jake, but maybe the snail. But it was so small and like I, I couldn't make it out yeah. and then it changed. Do you want me to look and see if that's what it was? I don't care that much. Okay, cool. <laughs> Continue on. Ad time. Oh, ad time. If you're listening in real time, this is probably a new ad. Yeah. Uh, which we're going to record after the episode, Eric. <laughs> yep. Cool. Um, and in addition to the ads, if you're enjoying this, reminder to give us five stars on whatever app you're listening to. Helps us in the algo. Um, you can go to anchor.fm slash adventure guys podcast and give us some money each month, a dollar, four dollars, whatever uh, suits you. Um, you can also send us an email at did you see the mail at gmail.com. Um, follow us on social media and tell a friend about the podcast if you would. Post about it on a on Reddit or social media. I don't <laughs> give a shit. Start an argument about our podcast on Reddit. <laughs> that would might help. If it gets views up, I mean, hey, all press is good press. Yeah, send an army of redditors after us. Yeah, in a good way. <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, like we want the army on our side. Like the that Blargatha, never happens on Reddit. Blargatha thought, yeah, you send your army, and they go, oh, we all love this, and then they champion us. I was like, oh yeah, like so all those posts on Reddit about, oh yeah, my mistake, you were right. <laughs> That's what happens in all the Reddit subs I visit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nothing but kindness on Reddit. I, that's what I say. <laughs> cool. Dude, I bet if we went to our ska right now, we'd see half of the posts hating on ska bands. It's like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> okay, miscellany mania. Right, written storyboarded by Cole Sanchez, Kent Osborne, and Andy Ristaino. Is that how you would say that? Maybe. Ristaino. Um, doesn't have a phonetic thing up here. Let's see what else Andy has done. Ooh, character design. Very interesting. Lots of character design here. I don't know if we've really seen that credit on the wiki before. Um, written and storyboarded a number of other episodes. Um, all with Cole Sanchez, except for the comet with Jesse Moynihan. Um, this was, it looks to be the first one. Yep. This episode is the first that Andy ever wrote and storyboarded. Yeah. Look at this right here. This is interesting. Character design. Um, tree people, horse, the cloud kingdom crowd, princess, beautiful. It's a lot of, I mean, Hey, there's a lot of things to design in this show. Such yeah. a wide and expansive world. Prince, oh, that's Princess Beautiful. <laughs> it's a skeleton. Great. Yeah. Um. Cool. And yeah, going down here. Who is the voice of Bargatha? That is, I can tell you right now. 
Katie Crown. I'm trying to see what Katie Crown's deal is. Um, this did you see here that um, oh, stand up comedian, the John Doerr show. Um, was on Clarence, the voice, voice of Mary and Mrs. Bernstein. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Um, this is the first appearance of Slime Kingdom. Yeah, it seemed like that since they were venturing to a new location. They didn't. They never been there before. They were remarking about all the interesting shit going on in the clubs and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, here's that they do say this is similar to the German propaganda in World War II. Yeah. <laughs> I was not the poster the poster is slim, similar to Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler's propaganda post. So okay, so I was not being flippant before. I said the word Nazi and immediately yeah. in my head I'm like, "Oh no." Like just saying that word is like be careful because <laughs> it's like so overused and powerful. I'm like, I don't want to be part of that. But this really was a direct correlation. Yeah. Um and look, it's just the the weaponry and arsenals are similar to that that the Slime Kingdom has is similar to the German tanks and warplanes. Do you want to get any food after this? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a deal. Oh, Ice King lives at the treehouse. At during this, point. this, yeah, because in Finn's breakup with Flame Princess. It's because he, uh, like, made her start a war with Ice King and melted his whole palace, his ice castle. So stupid. Yeah, so he he felt so guilty about that. Uh, Flame Princess broke up with him, and then Ice King was unhoused because of him. Yeah. So they just let him crash in the treehouse for a little bit. Yeah. That's why he's hanging out there. That makes more sense. Yeah. And why Jake is like, stay on your side of the room. Right. It's like, why this fucking character is in this episode at all? <laughs> that's why. And that's why probably they put up this shower curtain. You're like, that's your bunker <laughs> yeah. of the attic. That's where you go. Uh, it's this kind of episode to episode continuity that we. I love it. I also love that lost. they took Ice King in. That <laughs> speaks to their character. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was totally. I, I mean. Well, it's also his fault. Yeah. yeah. This, I mean, that, I think that was like a like a central plot point of one of these episodes leading up to it. Yeah. Anything else? Um, so is, is, uh, is hall of egress close to this episode? Because that, um, Ooh, box prints is just two episodes in the future. That episode starts with him. Oh no, that's not until season seven. Yeah. That's what I thought. Is he still like bummed out about the, uh, breakup? Yeah. At that point, maybe he's not like, uh, continuously bummed out at that point, but he like passes by. No, no, what he sees is, um, he sees flame princess with cinnamon bun and he, he's like reminded, he's reminded yeah. of it. And he's sort of like, I've got to deal with this in some way. Mm-hmm. He's like, fuck, it's still rattling around my subconscious. That's when it's, are, are they platonic? We've discussed this, right? Flame princess and cinnamon bun. Yeah. I think they hook up. (laughs) (laughs) We'll need a third opinion on that one. That's a discussion for a later day. Cool. Um, Do you want to go down the rabbit hole? Didn't we spend the whole fucking episode just doing that? We did, but we weren't doing love games. Well, I'll just tell you, there's old Greg here. 
Old Greg's interesting. I don't think people actually watched the Mighty Boosh. They just watched Old Greg clips and proceeded to just yell Old Greg. Um, I also don't know. I think I have some friends who liked Old Greg, but I think the concept of Old Greg is was stronger in my friend groups than actually liking him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. It was like a 10 second clip of drinking Bailey's out of a shoe and it just fucking stuck. <laughs> Lady Gaga, Love Game, 216 million. Do you remember this song? I feel like yeah. if I heard it, I'd remember it, but it's like not one of the, if you ask me five Lady Gaga songs, that's not one I'm naming. Is it one you're naming? Mm. Of course. I don't think I would. Game. It's not like a top. Yeah, this was a this, song for me, but this was right around um, like the first couple um, Gaga songs. Just Dance. Yeah. It was like right around that era. I, fame. Right. I had a formative uh, mushroom experience just listening to the first Lady Gaga record on loop. Oh, wow. <laughs> for, for a couple hours. What an interesting uh, um, one. Okay. Uh, album to do on mushrooms, you said? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Now, here's something more interesting even, which is love quizzes. Do you see these? There's a channel called Fun Vibe. And they have something we're going to do one of these, Eric, which is a love quiz. It's called name of this video is let's do the top one, right? Or this one is more views. I like this top one. Okay. Choose one number and then dash love quiz dash love quiz game today dash love quiz questions and answers. Hashtag love game. Now, just a reminder, I went fast. I just put the word love game games into YouTube and this is what we're getting. So let's do the love quiz. Are we going to be able to read it? The title's in English. Some of the words on the screen, I don't know if they are. Sun. <laughs> S. Oh my god! There's a Jake in this video. This weird video. There's a Jake. Oh my god. Dude. This oh you. This is why we do down the rabbit hole. I mean it's yo, your algorithm's probably fucked. Did they like hashtag adventure time somewhere in this and like it knows? Maybe. Maybe it's in the tags. You know more about YouTube than I. This is an educational uh thing. Got it. I don't see it. No, dude, this is that was pure coincidence. That was kismet. All right. One, fine. two, three. Dude, I don't know what's going on in this video or what language that is. Um Wow. Okay, I think we can end there. Let's pick an episode for next time. What are we gonna watch next week? What are we gonna watch? One sixty-two. Okay, I'm already close. Breezy. Oh, that's a great episode. Jesse Moynihan and Derek Ballard. We have not covered it. It is season six, episode six. Breezy. Season six, episode six. Breezy. Um, watch it. Get prepared for us to do it next time. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, this episode is uh, important and good. Nice. Um, I hope you guys all have a good dinner (laughs) (laughs) or breakfast or lunch whenever you're listening to this. Your next meal, I hope, is very satisfying. Yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. We did it. That was the episode. Yeah. All right. Peace out, y'all.